Welcome back to the Sweet Gravy Podcast with Carmen and Kurt. Oh, and it is a beautiful day today. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. Man, so we've just had a few guests on the show. Yeah, we have. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah. We had like a handful of people already. Okay. Um, well, we won't say, I'll say who was your favorite no, guest. No, I don't want to say. Let's go with who, favorite. I don't want to say who the favorite is. I think they're all equally great in their own way. I do too. I think every single guest had a lot to add to the conversation. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's interesting because we've been doing this for a few months now and we're damn you can hear the plane, <laughs> the plane going i don't think you can hear it in the headphones i think no. we can hear it through our thing there's those are wondering we got a plane flying above us right now <laughs> our window's open uh it's a pretty nice day outside today it's gonna be in the 60s which is my favorite weather oh i know it is I it's perfect hoodie weather yeah well We've had some pretty good guests on. I've I've really enjoyed that. It's cool because we started off doing this podcast. Are you going to sneeze? No, go ahead. Okay. <sighs> we started off doing this podcast. We just had this like little um, microphone I bought off of Amazon that was about um, like 20 bucks or something. Yeah. And you plugged it right into your phone and then we would record from there and then put it on the interwebs. And as time went on, we kind of, it was a condenser microphone. So it took everything in the whole room. You could, in the early episodes, you can actually hear like the refrigerator, like humming <laughs> and uh, just like random noises inside the uh, house. And that's fun. But we, I kind of wanted to get something just a little, make it just a tad bit more professional. Yeah. So then we got a sound mixer and we got a couple microphones. And with the mixer, we can connect phone calls and we're able to put other people and get a new dynamic on the show rather than it's just the two of us talking. And that's been a nice experiment and it's been fun and it's something that we'll continue to do. And we have more guests lined up. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, it is something small that we started, and then I look at the stuff we have today, and Kirk's the mastermind behind everything. He knows how he knows what to buy, how to get it, all this stuff. Like I don't even know how to order offline. It doesn't work for me, but he orders all these things, and he knows what to get. He knows how to edit, and so he's really the um, the mastermind behind this whole project that we do, and. I just got a big mouth, so I just I just come on and talk pretty much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just add a little flavor to the conversation. Oh, just flavor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't even like sauce. You're going to add flavor? I don't like that much sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen thinks that I go a bit too crazy with the sauce. I love yeah. sauce, whether it's spaghetti, Alfredo. Yeah, like Kirk is the... The type of person that um, he gets he gets uh, chicken nuggets and one sauce is two nuggets. I can eat all 20 with one sauce. I can eat about 10, 10 to 12 
with one sweet and sour sauce. Mm -hmm. Kirk is one sauce, two nuggets. That's too much damn sauce. You gotta, you gotta, I dip the sauce in there, give it a little twirl around, and then you gotta lift up the cup so that way the extra sauce is on top of the nug. You eat the nugget with the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, basically the the nugget's just the delivery for the sauce. Exactly. Like it's a way to get it. If I... If uh, you could eat a spoon, you know, if they made like, you know how they make scoops for chips? That's my perfect type of chip. If they made chicken nuggets in the shape of a scoop, be over. (laughs) Be done with. Man, that's what we should do in a food truck. Yeah, I think I think uh, I definitely want to get a little food truck up and running with Kirk once we get a couple more things worked out. Um, But it's something in the future that I think we definitely want to get into because i think that i'm creative when it comes to food and and then you got kirk who eats differently than i eat so he has a different perspective as well uh and i think that's a that's a good combination um i think i can help with the more practical stuff and you will be good as far as ideas like scoops oh you should do this because this will be better then you get all the sauce i'm just gonna have the flat chips but i don't know uh latrice was talking about doing a food truck with um like the sweets she liked the sweets Mm -hmm. nothing savory like like bakery goods or like candy i don't know no i heard she have all the damn sweets Uh uh-huh latrice like sweet shit cannolis she don't know what a cannoli is oh she probably do. Maybe I, <laughs> I don't think she do though. Okay, like like what are we talking? Like babkas? we're talking about like ice cream and candy and chips and an ice cream truck, pretty much. Basically, an ice cream truck. An ice cream truck, but you add like uh, where my Frito pie? Yeah, that's a crazy thing. Like if you have one of them ice cream trucks where you sell food and like all that shit, nachos and things like that, and then shakes. Do shakes off of it if you had a little shake machine on there? Mm-hmm. Hey, the place down the street, they have a little shake machine, and it's literally this super small thing. They put the ingredients in a cup, and it just mixes it up for you. Mm-hmm. They don't even use it, but it's something really small that will fit perfectly in a truck. Where is it? It's at the chicken place. Oh. They have a little milkshake machine, and they were like, they just bought it. And I was like, do it work? She was like, it works, but we don't do milkshakes here. They right. just have it. Right. But that'd be perfect for a truck mixing milkshakes and um but then you gotta flip it in the winter if you're gonna do it all year round. That's the issue. It's coming up with an idea that you can do all year round. Like you could easily do if you took your food truck to like um jobs, like the medical center or mm-hmm. uh plants. Some plants don't have food trucks and they probably sign on to have you you have to ask permission, but they might let you do it. My dad, he ate from a food truck when he worked at a plant. Oh, yeah? Well, most of the time, my mom brought his lunch mm-hmm. up there. That was nice. Yeah, she brought him lunch most days, or he packed the lunch. But um, if not, he would just eat from the food truck. And they had, like, just simple shit, sandwiches and chips. Chips. Mm-hmm. I like chips. <laughs> I like sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little kids eat the simplest shit. Mm-hmm. But but it's crazy because I 
I've seen little kids eat like octopus and shit. And it's like, what are you learning at home? Why is this child eating this? It makes no sense. So you see like a six year old eating octopus? I don't think that there's a problem with that. It's not a problem with it, but how the fuck did you that's I don't know. How you get your kid to try shit like that? I don't know. I kids are picky. They can be picky. But some kids are not. Some kids aren't. They'll try anything. But I don't know where that. I think it's kind of uh, the adventuresome part of it. You know, I don't think kids want to try anything new. You know. Yeah. I think that that's the thing. Is like, also your your tastes are different. Oh yeah, your taste buds are more intact there, so everything tastes stronger to you. Right. So. You know. I don't like how Brussels sprouts taste. No, I think that they taste gross. Imagine Dude. how, yeah, imagine. You always eat them. You uh, ain't tell me that. Not fucking buy Brussels sprouts and cook them. <laughs> I, mean, I keep quiet about some oh, stuff. Oh goddamn, Kurt! That's not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed well, to let me know I'm buying the shit, paying money for it, and cooking it for you, and just, you don't even like it. <laughs> just because I don't like it doesn't mean I'm not gonna eat it. Well, I'm not gonna. I could buy something else. No, it's fine though. Forget that I said this. Yeah. <laughs> I know guy. a guy and he doesn't like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> but imagine, imagine how Brussels sprouts tasted when he was younger. You know, if he doesn't like them as an adult, they must have been really bad back then, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's uh, it depends on how you grow up because in. The neighborhood that I grew up in, the grocery store don't sell Brussels sprouts. You only get the stuff, like, if you got Brussels sprouts, you would have to go to, like, a Kroger or, like, a bigger chain. But, like, the local grocery stores, they only sell, like, basic stuff. And most of the people in the neighborhoods go to the local grocery stores. So, growing up, we never ate Brussels sprouts. I didn't know what Brussels sprouts were until I started cooking myself. Mm-hmm. And then mom, I showed my mom for the first time. She had no clue what they were. So it depends on how you grow up. Um, some kids experience different things. Like yes. We we only we were pretty basic kids. I think we didn't. My mom just cooked spaghetti and just basic shit. Right. So she had a lot of stuff in the freezer and refrigerator that we could make ourselves. So she wouldn't have to do it. <laughs> then she'd be like, "Make Taiwan lunch." And then we forget to make him lunch. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he just heat up. A, he just heat up a hot dog mm-hmm. in a microwave, and then put ketchup on it and eat it. It's like, no bun. No bun, and he chop it up into pieces and just eat it with ketchup. Mm-hmm. And that was his lunch. Yeah, and he could do that himself. Right. So, and then as he got a little older, he could in the morning make himself a toaster strudel and toaster strudel yeah, my mom was good about that i mean i don't know if she did it for us to be self-sufficient or if she did it so she wouldn't have to do the work oh you never know what that was i mean it taught us to be self-sufficient but i think she just didn't want to make the meal she's like fuck that i'll make dinner mm-hmm. i'm not making breakfast and lunch y'all can do that y'all's house right well i mean you know there's only so much i was a serial kid you know like yeah during the school year so and then you got lunch at home and both parents working it's kind of like how much are they supposed to do you know yeah so well i think it's different when you got a bunch of kids in a house though versus mm-hmm. one that's different because and because of the age group too so we were in school taiwan was still at home so she still had to cook something mm-hmm. still had to make meals for him 
when we were in school. Right. So, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I made all the desserts in the house. My mom would make cookies. I had the Easy Bake Oven on lock. I made all the Easy Bake Oven cakes. Thinking about it now, they kind of taste like shit. Yeah. But they were good then. It's just a microwaved cake. It's not even microwave. It's heated with a light bulb. A what? A light bulb. Oh. <laughs> you don't like when I say it that way? <laughs> I've never seen a light bulb. <laughs> well, I like to say it that way. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> um. So we just had a good trip. A good little trip. A quick one day. Weren't even out. Of, we we weren't even gone for twenty four hours. We might have been gone for like twenty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. You had school, so you went to class and you know did all your homework and everything. And then when you were done, I was like, "All right, let's get out of here." And you're like, "Okay." And then I was like, "Oh, I gotta go get some tums. I need some tums. I'll be right back." I got to go to the store. Make sure you got enough stuff for the night. And you're like, what? What do you mean? You can't just tell me that I need stuff. Because that, what you said. <laughs> no, this is how you did it. So you're like, all right, come on, let's get out of here. I'm like, okay, so I'm putting my shoes on and I'm grabbing my bag, getting my mask, the things I need to walk out the door, basic things. And he's like, make sure you got everything you need. We're not coming back tonight. I'm like, what? I don't even got no panties. That's the first thing I think. I need mm-hmm. panties. Socks. A bra. I need all these things. I thought we were just going to hang out, but it was a really nice surprise. Mm-hmm. It was fun. What did you think about the restaurant we were in? We went to a place called Timber. Timber Kitchen and Bar. Kitchen It's and not bar? the same as the one in Portland. They're not the same. They're not affiliated? Uh-uh. Are you sure? Yeah, I asked. Who did you ask? This old guy who know about Timber. Oh, okay. Who know the owner of Timber in Portland. He's like, I don't think that's affiliated. The one he doesn't think so. No. He doesn't know. He could be wrong. He could be wrong. Yeah. You can't trust people like that. Well, he's 60-something. So he knows what? stuff. That's crazy. What reason he got to lie? To make him sound like he knows something that he doesn't? He's 60. So what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. People that are 60 lie too. All right. You missing the point. How was the, re- what was your experience with the restaurant? What was, did you think? It was fine. So we went to this restaurant and there was this guy and he had the lowest voice. He was the, uh, yeah, he made me uncomfortable. He was the, uh, what do they call it? The host. And he had the lowest voice, but he was like a little tiny man. Yeah. And he had this like a light skinned guy. Yeah. He was a, had this super fucking deep voice for no reason. <laughs> Why do you say, like, dude, some is, is that a medical problem or? I don't know. But it, it kind of sounded like it was like fake. Like he was like doing it himself. He's like, all right, come over here. No. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're making me uncomfortable. I don't like this. <laughs> it was really, really. Uh, like you fucked up our experience with your fucking voice. No, but then <laughs> we go to our table and he sits us here and we're like, okay, that's fine. We're going to sit here. And then the waiter was like, don't sit them there. Sit them at this other table because of social distancing. And then so we had to get up from the table we were at, go to another table. And then after we order an appetizer and water, 
the guy comes back and he was like, oh, my mistake. I'm going to put you back at the original table. Yeah, because the lady just said that I can do that. The lady just said that. <laughs> That's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Like, good old Portland. Nobody <laughs> know what the fuck going on. Good old fucking Maine. I'm like, I thought it was just Portland. And then we go to Bangor. They don't know what the fuck they doing either. Oh, man. So it's funny. So then we moved, we moved back to um, the table we were originally at. And then it was super awkward. I was weirded out. I didn't say, I'm not, I haven't told you till right now, but I was weirded out because they put, there's an outdoor eating section. Mm-hmm. And then they put that guy they, and that lady they, right next they to They put him. a couple right next to, to us, the window, like on the other side of the window. So it was like, we we're at the same table, but separated by like a, a window. window. <laughs> and I kept like looking at them <laughs> like creepily. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at their appetizers, the stuff that they got. No, they're supposed to They're like cocktails. They had, I didn't they, look at anything. They seemed like they had some cool little cocktails over there. I saw the little cocktails. That's the only part yeah, I saw. Yeah. I wasn't looking at them, though. <laughs> I just glanced over to make sure they wasn't oh, looking man, at me. I was creep, creep. <laughs> yeah. So now that was weird. And then uh, we, I finished my meal, my plate's empty. I ate everything. I ate the whole thing. I ate the gristle. <laughs> I eat it. Oh, you did eat the bone too. <laughs> there was no bone. You ate you ate everything. It wasn't nothing on the <laughs> there plate. There wasn't nothing on the plate. And then the dude showed up and he took my food away from me. And well, it was my plate. <laughs> there was no food. There was there. no food. And he was like, I'm sorry you didn't like it. And I, I didn't hear what he said. And then I was like, and he kind of looked like one of the Jonas Brothers, right? No. Yeah. Hell no. He looked like one of don't the, jo- try to play like the, the Jonas, famous don't Jonas Brothers. Don't disrespect the Jonas Brothers. He looked like, like one of them. The oh. famous Jonas Brother? Yeah. No, he did not. He looked like the most famous one. He don't look one. like no Nick Jonas. <laughs> don't disrespect the Jonas Brothers. He looked kind of like one of the Jonas dudes. No, I don't think so. And he takes my plate and he's like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't like it. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you can't make jokes with masks on. I forgot. I said, I'm sorry you didn't like it. And I was like, oh, ha. Uh. <laughs> Get the fuck away from us. <laughs> he said, I'll be right back with your dessert menu. Both of us know that we don't want dessert. We go through the thing. and like, Well, I wasn't done eating anyway, so yeah. it didn't matter if he brought it back or not. Right. Did you look at the menu? Did they have any nah, good desserts? I didn't look at it. You just glanced at it yeah, to look, make them feel good. No, look, yeah, no, it's okay. Did you tip him good? Yeah. See, I wouldn't tip his ass nothing. I tipped him great. He wasn't that good of a server to me. Why not? You get five dollars. He gave me my food first. Yep. And is that something you notice? Apparently, uh, in Carmen's world, you're supposed to give the woman the food first. You are. I think that they should hand the and plates. If, if There's two of the, us. They if, should they should have a plate in each hand and give it to them both at the same time. Equals. Be like, Wacha! And if they can't do it with they the... They got to clear the table, too. If the plates are too... Well, then there should be more than one person. There should be one person come to clear the plates, two people with the new plates, put them down at the same time. Typically, the busser will come and do that, but... Uh, a lot of times at restaurants like that, they'll have the servers do it themselves, especially mm-hmm. when it's a little slower now. Um, but if you're at a table and there is grandparents and kids and 
all that shit. Like, say you got a table and it's like me, you, and then like your parents. They're supposed to um, give the woman, the older woman, her food first, and then me, my food second, and then your dad, the older man, will go third, and then you fourth. You would be number forty-eighters. That's the order it's supposed to go in. And they also had the salted uh, uh, chive butter. Yeah. <laughs> just salt the butter. Dang. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Put oh, it Kirk liked the salted oh, chive man. butter. Yeah. I had a, I really enjoyed the place. It was a fun experience. Yeah. It. The steak was, my steak was cooked fine. It was a, a good combination. The plates look good. It seemed like the kitchen is okay. The server staff can probably use a, little uh help maybe a little bit i think the yeah i think the front of the house in that place y'all got the hostess with this deep voice he can't he gotta do dishes y'all don't need to have him up there but they probably hire him because of his voice maybe it's like he'd be a good host he's a good host (laughs) (laughs) girl he's scaring me (laughs) yeah that was funny yeah, we got to see the Paul Bunyan statue, mm-hmm. and we also went by Stephen King's house. Mm-hmm. And Kirk is like, "Take you want to take a picture of Stephen King's house?" And I was like, oh, "You're like, is that weird? That is weird. Ah, people do it all the time. Um, you can't take pictures of people's houses. That's invading a privacy. No, his driveway was open. We should have, you know, pulled in there. Pulled in there. That's even worse. <laughs> so Kirk does this thing." Where when we walk past buildings, if it's like a new building or a new business, he'd look in their windows. Yeah, I, I got to check out their ultimate windows. ultimate creepo. <laughs> yeah, and and if uh, I I do it and it's a, a progression, I'll I'll look through, if I'm walking with Carmen, I'll look through like a couple like buildings, but then like on maybe the third one, I'll stop and then I'll like put my face straight to the window with my hands around it so I can look into it. And that's mainly because of you. That's uh, that's just to say, hey, you know, check me out. Mm-hmm. I'm looking inside that. And you're like, no, you can't look in the buildings like that, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you looking in those buildings? You're like, I wanted to, he was like, what kind of shop is this? I'm like, I don't know. He was like, you look through the window. He was like, they got ice cream in there. They yeah. got peanut butter. They got, I'm they got like, all right, they're not even open. There's no need to look in there. My favorite one was whenever we were walking past Duck Fat and <laughs> we were just walking normal. And then I stop and I turn real quick and I like pop my sh- shades down and look like right in the window. And the place was closed at the time. And you're like, what if they were open? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny to me. Yeah, it is funny. Um, what was I going to say? Wendy Williams, I was just listening to The Breakfast Club, and Wendy Williams said that she stares at her neighbor with binoculars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why what the fuck would she say that? Uh-huh. She was like, yeah, I stare at him with, with my binoculars. She was like, I am a, a peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm peeping and I'm a Tom. <laughs> That's like, now if a guy said that, It'd, it'd be me if too. Montel Williams was to say, I look at this girl naked while she's undressing in her room with Ooh. my binoculars. Did she say she was watching her neighbors naked? She watches him undress. She watches him undress? Yeah, with her she, binoculars. That's what she said? 
They like you why didn't the say fuck that was part. she? Yeah, she went into it. She was like, I be watching him. Mm-hmm. Like her neighbor fine, and she be looking at him. What? Why would you? They was like, Wendy, you are gonna get like <laughs> you need to go to jail, bitch. That's <laughs> illegal. Mm-hmm. Why would you say that? Yeah. That's crazy. Sometimes people hang themselves. Certain shit you don't need to say. Oh, I think she'll be all right. Yeah, she'll be all right. But, I mean, it'd been worse if her neighbor caught her ass peeking at him and then told everybody. Mm-hmm. Fucking Wendy Williams peeking through my windows. And people were like, why is she doing that? Yeah. And she just came out and was like, fuck it, I do it. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is really funny. Can you imagine that? Being in the shower and it's a window and it's somebody next door peeping at you? Mm-hmm. See, in my mom's house, you can see through the bathroom window if you pay attention, if you actually looking. Right. And so I make sure if my tits out, then I walk away from the window so mm-hmm. nobody can look at them. Yeah. That's how, like, where all my grandparents live. They live in, like, rural Missouri. So the the bathrooms, they all have, they all have windows in them. Mm-hmm. And it's like whenever I was a little kid, I'd be like, oh, no, there's a window in this bathroom. There's a window in this bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, I, how am I, they're going to watch me. How am I supposed to use the bathroom if they're going to watch me? Because mm-hmm. you always, you always think, I personally, I always think somebody's watching whatever I do. Whenever I'm doing whatever. If I'm outside of the you're house. In the bathroom? No, if I'm outside of my house, somebody's watching what you do. Yeah. At all times. Somebody sees what you're doing remember that video yeah <laughs> with with that man and that woman and the man like had his like hand and the woman's like but but yeah like was in there and then like he pulls his hand out and puts and, it on her face and puts it on her face and she like smells it yeah you remember that yeah and dude, then, it's atrocious and then there's there's that video and people were watching it and then a couple weeks later that same video came out but it was from a inside a restaurant yeah, it was two different people that took it from two different angles. From two different that. angles, right. And they had no clue they was being watched. And they had no idea that they were being filmed, yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so there's always people, you, you think you're slick doing something, somebody's always watching you. Yeah. At all times. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, I agree. All these buildings and shit like that, somebody can be looking out the window here. Uh-huh. Do you remember when we were walking down... Um, we were walking from Pearl and that hotel right there. Oh, yeah. And that guy, you, he was, you. There was a creepo. There was a creepo creeping out the window <laughs> at a hotel looking at people. And Kirk looked up there and saw him creeping and waved. Yeah. And then the guy, did he wave back? Yeah, he waved back. He waved back. That is like he watching. <laughs> He's watching these people. Yeah. Oh, man. Should have went up there and said hi, huh? I I don't know if that's what he was doing, scouting or what the fuck he was doing, but like he was fucking watching. Yeah, that was super weird. And what you don't know if he was a weird guy or he was a guy like me that would be like, oh, he got me. Ah, uh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> no, he seemed a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. That that was funny because we were just standing outside and then like, he had his he's blinds like, he's like, like out there, and then I was like, hey. and then you're like don't wave at him (laughs) (laughs) like he's fucking weird i'm like he's waving back it's okay don't worry about it yeah it's definitely weird yeah what do you think about um 
being generous to people, uh, do you think that if you were, if you had millions of dollars, you would give back to charities and stuff? What do you think? Um, I would like to think that I would. Uh, at the same time, uh, I would put probably a percentage of something into it, and that would be it. Uh, I I think uh, if I were how how did I get the money? Did you say? You won a lottery. I won the lottery. How much? Let's go with two hundred million. Two hundred million. Half of that's gonna go to taxes. I'm gonna get a hundred million. Two hundred million after taxes. After taxes. Yeah. Now you're thinking too crazy. Why? You're thinking too far into it. Why? Because if you have two hundred million is what you have. That's after taxes and everything. Okay. That's how much you're left with. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Two hundred million. What you mean? That's it. Is that it? Yeah. I'd probably give half of it away. To who? To charity. But no, I would no, se- not if we together. No, I would set up. I would set up my own. Your, you do that on your own time. I would set up my own charity fund, something that I knew where the money would go, and I would build something that way rather than donating to another charity that you know takes most of the money for the charity and distributes it themselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. If you have two hundred million, say you hit the lottery and you have two hundred million, you're not giving half away to charity. Yeah, I'd probably give half away. No, no, you're not. Why not? Because we just not going to do that. I won the lottery. No, we together. <laughs> okay. So we won a lottery. Uh huh. And I think that I think that yeah, like you said. I would want to give away money somewhere where you know where it's going and not those bullshit charities that use half the fucking money to coat their pockets. Like, absolutely. But I think you have to give your mom some money. You have to look out for family members and friends. And how much do they need? If you're going to look out for, how much do they need? No, no, let me just hear me out. If you're going to give money to charities, why not give the money to you giving money to people you don't know? Why wouldn't you give it to people you know to help them first? Say that again. Why wouldn't you give the money to people you know first before giving it to a charity to help a cause of people you don't know? When your people, people you know, know need to help. The people I know are self sufficient. Well, they still and they need don't help. need the charity. They, anybody can use ten thousand dollars. No, anybody $1. can use it, but they don't need the charity. Right. Okay. Well, that's a good example. Who Who do you think you would give money to? What charity? Kids or no, not to kids. No, I'd probably I'd probably give uh, charity to like the woodchucks or what the fuck is the word? Or like beavers. Oh. Like like wild wildlife, but not like, but not like standard wildlife, like small mammals. Oh, you know, okay. like like a rodent, like like to the bunnies of, the bunnies of northern, but of the. Okay, know, okay, I get it. <laughs> have to get an, you have to get some good attorneys and talk all this shit over. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do that. Uh huh. Um. Why not? 
I guess you could. Yeah, but I got a hundred million to give right, those. Cool. Give to you the beavers. You're gonna have a Carol Baskin. Oh no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna profit from it. See, that's the thing. She is. Yeah, and then she's selling tickets. She got all that uh, free labor. Come the see volunteers. the beavers. They're like, how long does it take me to get a red shirt? Well, that's like five years right there of volunteer labor. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's fucking Wild. crazy. Yeah. Um, I gave. I saw a lady. On the street, sleeping on the way home yesterday, uh-huh. and it had started to sprinkle, right? And it was sprinkling on her face, and she was just laying outside with a cover on the street. So I gave her a bottle of water that I had, and I gave her ten dollars. But I had two dollars, and I was like, "The two or the ten? That's the only loose cash I have. I'm not giving her the damn twenties." That was just way mm-hmm. out. Nope. So I had a 10 and I had two. And I like debated in my head back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Should I give her the $2 or should I give her 10 or should I give her nothing? Right. She didn't ask for anything. I'm more likely to help you out if you don't approach me. Let me get that. Mm-hmm. You got a cigarette? You got yeah. a dollar? Like if you don't approach me like that, you're just fucking living in your misery and not asking people. I'm more likely to help you out. But sure. I felt bad for her because it was sprinkling on her face and she's just laying out there on the street with a blanket on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. I think people come to this area to sleep now because they feel more comfortable. Like it's a little Outside safe on our street. Yeah. yeah, then being over by Preble Street, sleeping on the street. Yeah, I think so too. We've had uh, it's cleaner past. over here. The police stay patrolling. Yeah, the dogs are friendly. So I think people feel a little safer sleeping. Like you'll see homeless people sleeping by the community center. Mm-hmm. I think and they have security that patrols the building. I think right. they feel comfortable sleeping in this area. Well, I mean, like, come on, y'all, don't bring the value down. One at a time now. <sighs> Can't have her over here, him over there. Now mm-hmm. y'all y'all got us fucked up. The police gonna... Because this neighborhood will fucking write a petition on your ass. They'll write, do something. You know how the city is? They ready to protest some shit. Yeah. Uh, so I gave her the $10, and that was a big deal for me. Oh, you felt... felt I felt good? good about it, but I felt <laughs> uneasy about it because... Because I just gave somebody $10 and I know she was on drugs mm-hmm. because she looked like it. Right. And I give her $10. Yeah. So I was like, you got to think about it. Is she going to take this 10 and get drugs? Maybe. Can you even buy drugs with $10 nowadays? Of course you can. What you buy with $10? I don't know. I don't know how to buy drugs. I don't either. I just know that they stand outside of the 7-Eleven and wait for the light to twitch in the building across from it. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, yeah, that's how it $10? used to be. Somebody told me that crack is expensive now. Like, here, crack is expensive. I'm like, what? Maybe. I don't know. Did I don't know. I don't know is expens- expensive? I don't know how much this stuff costs, but I don't know if ten dollars will get her get her a fix or not. Okay, I'm sure she'll find something for ten dollars. Think she gonna buy food with it? I don't know. I have no idea. I'd like to think so. Typically, uh, you should just give them food rather than give them cash. But you know, whatever. that's all I had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good on you. Yeah, she wasn't gonna get my noodles. She ain't got nowhere to cook. Be like, be like, here's some noodles you have to cook. Uh, <laughs> I guess open it up and let the sprinkles. 
<laughs> take care of it. I don't know. <laughs> it's messed up. It, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was my um, good deed for the month. Oh, for the month. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I typically Miss Johnson only does one good deed a month. Yes. Absolutely. And most of the time, those good deeds per month get used up by me giving people fucking cigarettes. I never actually get to do real good deeds. I typically give a person a cigarette, and that's my good deed for the month. Uh-huh. Or once in a while, I'll give somebody an extra dollar on a tip. That's my good deed for the month. Right. And this lady, I gave 10 whole dollars? The extra dollar on that's the tip a that you're already shorting sh- them on. Huh? You heard me. What, Kirk, I'm a good tipper. No, you're not. Okay. This, you're okay. a horrible tipper. Look, Kirk adds his tips up, and he tips properly, and most of the time he tip a little bit over what he needs to tip. Just a smidge. Like, it's it's so bad that, like, me and Kirk has been at the bar before, and he's like, what should I tip? And, like, I see his tip, and I'm like, give me another one of those slips, and I throw his away, and I write it over. You ain't giving her that damn tip. Are That's you crazy? crazy. No. You're not doing that. What the? F- no. <laughs> like I've seen you like thirty dollar tip, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not supposed to be thirty dollars. That's what too much it? money. What about it? Well, if you if you drunk, I gotta look after you. Nah, that's why I don't let you buy five Barry Gibbs shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the thing, the way that I see it, some uh, see it is, uh, there had been plenty and plenty of times where i didn't tip the way that i should have like um when i was younger you know like in my early 20s you know and i was living out and trying to you know still trying to have a nightlife going on go to the bar and you didn't you didn't actually have enough to go out yeah you know so you'd give him the card and uh, at the end of the night, you kind of short him on the tip a little bit. And, you know, I, I never really liked doing that, but I certainly did it. I think a lot of people have, you know. Yeah. That's that's what the 20s are for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now I, I don't have to do that, so I don't want to. And I kind of kind of make up for it that way, I think. Well, who giving you a tip? Hmm? You get any tips? I get tips. Sometimes. <laughs> I've gotten a few tips. I don't get no tip. I used to get tipped like crazy when I was working in Santa Monica at Shangri-La. Mm-hmm. At the corner of Ocean in Arizona. Don't stay there. <laughs> the owner's mean. <laughs> but, uh, man, I could I could walk out of there with over $100 a day just on tip. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, loved it. I loved the fact that you could go into a job with nothing and come out with a lot of stuff. Well, I think that that the specific job that you were doing was pretty cool and definitely good tips. And like, that's pretty cool, especially for a younger guy. Like that's Mm -hmm. fucking perfect. That's good money. Yeah. But these servers out here, I feel bad for them right now, especially in Portland because the season is changing. They ain't making shit. Yeah. That's rough. That's, but that's, that comes with this area, you know, you're, Tourism. I was living that that was in Santa Monica. Right. Tourism happens year round. round. Right. You know, there is no season. It's all the way across the board. Right. You know. So, uh, y- you you want to live in a tourist spot that 
is only seasonal, then that's the that's what you get. Yeah. I think the other day all the servers went home with like twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's work crazy. eight hours. Yeah. That's, that's how wild. slow it was. Mm-hmm. That's really bad. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I think this is the end. This is it. Uh okay. You got more? No, if you wanna call it call it Dunskies, let's Yeah, I gotta use the bathroom. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right, well, this is the end of the podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.